Hi, I'm your host, Isaac Mack. Welcome to the MCC podcast. A little bit about myself since this is our first episode. I was born in Mosul, Iraq, uh, and my family are from a little town called Al Khosh. And my family migrated here to Australia when I was just seven years old. We left Iraq for two reasons. My dear father received a scholarship in Queensland, and obviously because of the persecutions of the Christians in, in Iraq. Uh, we end up staying here uh, in this great country. I was brought up in Brisbane, and, uh, but I've lived all over Australia. Our podcast, the MCC, just so you know, stands for the Modern Christian Collective. It is bringing you the latest topics, discussions, and discoveries of Christianity in the 21st century, and it is for our Iraqi Christians here in Australia. It's for you, our people. Our fundamental purpose is to be the source of information to our Christian youth and bring to the forefront the modern application of Christian values in today's ever-changing world. On top of that, this podcast will provide you with an open platform for discussion and interaction with our current leaders and role models. Now, I know I said youth, but it is open for all to listen in. We hope to have a hand in improving your lives by listening to the great guests that we have on our show week in, week out. Now, speaking of having great guests on our show, let me introduce you to our very first guest. My guest today is Archbishop Emil Nona. Archbishop Emil Nona leads our Chaldean Church here in Sydney. Uh, not only is he responsible for the church here in Sydney, but all of Australia and New Zealand. Uh, so a very warm welcome to Archbishop Emil Nona. So Archbishop, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Zahi. Okay. Uh, well, firstly, can you tell us about your journey? I know everything started, started in El Khosh mm -hmm. for you, but can you tell us about the journey from how you started uh, into prison and what brought you here? Yeah. Uh, before that, uh, I can tell you a bit about Al Khosh. Al Khosh is a small village uh, uh, 35 kilometers north of Nineveh, the ancient Nineveh. The origin of uh, this village uh, go back to before Christ uh, mm. uh, was built. Uh, I was born in Alkosh and raised in, in that village. Mm. During the history of Christianity, Alkosh uh, was well known uh, of keeping the liturgy, a Chaldean liturgy. Uh, so, uh, it was uh, like the center of liturgy uh, in all the, uh, in the all the Iraq, uh, um, currently Iraq. I was born in, uh, in that village. Mm -hmm. uh, I start my journey going to the church uh, each day uh, for the uh, evening prayer. Yes. And I if I can remember, when I was five or six years old, I started going to the church because our uh, house was close to the church, yes. very close to the church, as you know. Yes. So every day to evening prayer. And then uh, in, when I have 13 years old, I start also going to morning prayer. Morning prayer in that time was very early at six, sometimes uh, five uh, thirty a.m. So in whole, uh, all my life, uh, every day, morning and uh, uh, evening prayer. So the prayer or the liturgy, liturgy prayer, become to me like uh, the food mm. uh, and the water. Yeah. So uh, as I eat and drink wat uh, water or eat uh, food, uh, I pray every day. I pray the liturgy prayer. Mm. Uh, so day after day, I became like uh, someone who can't live without uh, uh, food and water yeah. and someone who can't live without prayer. 
I think that was the beginning of my journey in Alkosh. Yeah. Mm. And uh, what inspired you to, I suppose, um, get into priesthood? Uh, was there a specific moment in your life, a defining moment that you thought, uh, I'm going to do this? Uh, specific moment, uh, not, but uh, I can say maybe person, example of someone. Oh. Who was that? Yeah, it was a priest, younger priest in Alkosh in that time. He's died now. Yeah. Um, I was attracted to the way he pray and the way he uh, act with uh, work, uh, pastoral work uh, in the church. He was very good. He was very humble man, and uh, also he was a, a prayer man. Yeah. So his example attracted me to be like him to to pray good and to do uh, good things to other people. I think that was the example of someone at the specific moment in my life. And he was involved in the community, like he was a very good role model for you? He was priest, as I said. He was very involved in the community. Um, He was well educated also in theology. Uh, And in the same time, he was a very humble man. So the, his example uh, attracted me to, to think about uh, this way, the way to be a priest or to serve other people. And how old were you when you started to think this way? I think I was uh, 15 years old. Or, oh, so yeah. Not so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> 15 years old, but uh, I started thinking. But I decided when I was uh, 17 years old. 17. That's 17 when you years made old, decision. I decided myself to... Uh, to be a priest in my life. Wonderful. And uh, what about the process? So you became a priest first, or a deacon, a priest, and yeah. then uh, you were in Al-Khosh for quite some time. Can you tell us about that journey from what what happened in Al-Khosh to coming actually here to Sydney? Yeah. So first of all, in Al-Khosh, because I went to the church always every day, Mm. So I became a subdeacon in our uh, yes. church, there's subdeacon. Uh, and when I finished the high school, I mean, when I have 18 years old, uh, I decided to go to seminary. Uh, so uh, I talked with my family, then with the bishop of Alkosh in that time. Mm. Uh, after uh, a while, uh, they decide, okay, you are ready to go to <laughs> to the seminary. Yeah. They sent me to seminary of Baghdad in that time, in uh, 1985. Oh. So I start uh, my study in seminary for six years, and then in uh, 1991 uh, I, be- I became a priest. Uh, um, after that, uh, I had to do uh, the military service for one year and a half. Oh right. Yeah. And then I um, went to Alkosh, the same village, uh, my own village, uh, to to my service there as priest, as assistant priest, mm. and then as parish priest, uh, till uh, 2000. In 2000, uh, the bishop decided, to, in that time, decided to send me to Rome to continue my study. Oh. So I went to Rome, to Italy, uh, to continue my study. How long were you in Rome for? Uh, for five years. Five years? Yeah. Beautiful. I studied there uh, for PhD in uh, anthropology. Yeah, right. Mm. Amazing. Then I came back to Iraq in 2005 uh, 
and uh, I became also a parish priest in Alcosh itself yeah. uh, until 2010 when they uh, elect me bishop to Mosul. Uh, our synod, Chaldean synod, uh, synod it, I mean, uh, conference of bishop, yes. they elect me to, uh, to be an archbishop of Mosul in that time in 2010. Uh, so I went to Mosul in January 2010 mm. and it was very difficult uh, to go there yeah. because uh, the diocese uh, became without a bishop uh, for almost two years after they killed the former bishop, yes. uh, Mr. Raho. Mm. So I uh, went there uh, to the city of Mosul and I lived them with the people till 2014 when ISIS had controlled the city of Mosul. Mm. So um, in 2014 we flee the city, uh, not just me, all, all, all the, the people, all the yeah. Christians, uh, yeah. and went to north of Iraq. Uh, in that time also the uh, Synod, our uh, Chaldean Synod, decided to send me here mm. because the diocese of Mosul in that time there mm. was no more diocese, unfortunately. So I became here in 2015. Mm. Mm. We're very blessed to have you here. Um, yeah. And to this day uh, Mosul still has no... Uh, Mosul I, now has uh, a new bishop, uh, but not for the city of Mosul, not because the city, the city no. of Mosul there's no one. Yeah. There is around the city a plain of Nineveh and uh, other uh, uh, villages also. Mm. So there is now a new bishop for them. But unfortunately, the city of Mosul, there's no Christians. Yeah, it's mm. tragic. Um, and still hard to comprehend being born in Mosul myself. It's yeah, crazy. Uh, tell me, what, what is it that you, I think, there's many things that you'd obviously love about what you do, but what is... I suppose one of the main things or some of the things that really stand out to you that you love most about what you do? As I said uh, from the beginning, uh, I like it to make other people happy. Mm. So till now, um, I like very much when other people uh, be happy, uh, when I um, give them, when I explain them to them the word of God. Mm and who is our God, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, what he did for us, and how we can live our life uh, um, in every situation, in every condition that we live, uh, but we can live it uh, um, with happiness. Yeah, I think, I think what, when people feel this, uh, this joy of, uh, uh, of life, uh, mm. because uh, the word of God that I can explain to them, that's make me very happy also and that's the, if I can say, the base of my, my life or my mission as bishop. It's the one thing, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's very important because uh, as Christians, all we are missionary, we are disciples of our Lord. So we have to uh, show to other people and to let them know how they can live their life uh, mm. with happy, with love. Um, even if they are in very bad situation, mm. even if they are in a very difficult situation, uh, because also our Lord Jesus uh, lived in a very difficult situation, but he was uh, always a perfect uh, man, uh, and uh, also uh, he was uh, he loved everyone. Also, he uh, in in bad situation that he lived in. Mm. 
So I think it is very important to all of us to, to know that and to do that also for other people. Beautiful. You spoke earlier about, uh, I think, the role model that you had in Al Qosh. Uh, but how would you define uh, a good leader? Like I see, I walked around with you in the premises here and uh, people really admire and respect you. Mm -hmm. uh, but how would you define a good leader? There is many points. First of all, and very important, if someone uh, wants to be a good leader, he, uh, he must not seek to be a good leader. He must oh. not seek to be a good man with his followers. So that's very important. So you if mean I not, not uh, hunger for the role or yeah, the position? Not hunger for the role, but hunger to, to be a good man with other people, oh. especially with the uh, who, uh, uh, who work for them. Yes. If other people if, uh, uh, see that I am good with them, I am living very humble with them, and try to be myself with them also, I think that's the, that will be a good leader. So a good leader who is uh, not to just uh, uh, to seek to be a good leader, mm. but to be a good man. Mm. Second thing, to be honest with himself, mm. uh, not to be uh, with himself something and with other people other things. Yes. Not to show to others what they want to show, no. what they want from him, but uh, to show for others what he is. As, as man, as, as faithful, as Christians, mm. that's very important. Uh, and th third thing, to be humble also. To not think that uh, other people, uh, because uh, he, uh, he is responsible of others, so he can do what, whatever he, whatever he wants. Mm. No. Uh, to do what, uh, what is good for them, and to explain uh, to them how they can live their life um, in a good way. Yeah. I think that's a good leader. Excellent. Now, I've uh, spoken to some of the youth. So before we, we've had this chat, I've spoken to some of the youth around the country and uh, just wanted to see what, I suppose, you know, any ages between anywhere from 15 to 25 uh, and even in, the, in their late 20s, just to see what they're thinking and what uh, any issues they're having. So I've actually got some questions from them, if that's yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, my first question from what I, one, of, one of our youth is, uh, why is there religion and all these different denominations of religion when there is one God? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> we need one hour to talk about that. <laughs> I thought it was a good question. No, yeah. it's okay. Um, when God created man, mm. he gave him this if I can say these skills, the ability uh, to refuse also God. Oh, free will. So, free will yes. and uh, the freedom that we have, uh, it's from God. So, because we are free, uh, we have a free will, mm. we can refuse also God and we can think about God uh, in different way. So that God respect this this uh, this free will, this freedom of man. Eh? He don't um, want from man to uh, just to do what he want. He want him to uh, to know who is God. Mm. In the history, the history of man, eh, it's uh, it was not easy to discover who is God. Mm. Mm? So each people or each community or each nation 
try to think about God in different way. So uh, for that, uh, during the history, we have many religions, many yes. religions. We have many communities. We have many people. They uh, think that God is like this. Other community or other people, they think, no, God is like this. It's different from your God. Yes. So there is one God, of course. Yeah. But for people, for a human being, there is different way to think Ver of God. Versions of God. Of course. Yeah. So for that, there is uh, different nominations, different religions uh, also in the, uh, in the world. Because we have the free will. Because we have the freedom to think and uh, uh, to know everything, not just God in the world. So uh, there is one God. But because we have this, uh, if I can say, this gift from God, yes. that's the free will, yeah. we can think about God in different way. So the, and I think this particular youth member was saying, uh, probably even referring more to Christianity, you know how Christianity we have even Chaldean Assyrian, we have Catholic, Anglican, yes. Pentecostal and, and so forth. I think they were asking, you know, what, how did this happen or why? Why is there all these different denominations of even just Christianity? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think you've answered it in a way, in terms, yeah. you know, because people have created their own cultures and their own cultures, their their own ideas, their own thoughts that uh, they are the right thing, one and yeah. others no. So always there is something different. Mm. It's it's normal, I think, because uh, we are. We are. Uh, uh, we have this uh, free will. We have this freedom to think about everything. Mm. So it's uh, normal uh, to happen in the church, as uh, it's happening in the uh, other part, or other uh, part of our life. So, mm. unfortunately, yeah. we can say unfortunately because yes. we have to be one church, one faith. But uh, because we are human being, we are, yeah. we have this free yeah. will. It's a good. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's another question from one of our youth. So it's it's regarding the subject of money. Uh, I mean, you hear some people say money is evil and we shouldn't be too concerned with money. Uh, for me personally, money I've found that money can do a lot of great things. It's not just you know you can help your communities, families, and people less fortunate even outside of your own community. You know, around the world. Of course. Uh, and as you become more successful in life, you know, in your job, in your business, and you know, out in the world, you, you naturally make more money. You know, and that's, that just mm -hmm. comes with succession. Uh, so should we feel bad about making a lot of money or, you know, should we turn our focus on what, what we can do with money? What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I first, think, sorry, I, I asked that question because I think even as a youngster myself, growing up in church, sometimes the message can be confusing, yeah. you know, with regards to that. That's right. Yeah. We have to know there is nothing bad in itself. Mm. Uh, no money, no everything is bad. The way that we use that thing is bad. Okay. For example, in the gospel, Jesus said, uh, it's very difficult to wealthy man to go to the kingdom of heaven. Right. Not because he is wealthy, he is rich, but because uh, the wealthy or wealthiness or richness uh, make him um, more going in this way of to 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 have to earn more and more and more money, okay. and he will uh, forget to be a good man or to for, forget his right. faith or forget God. Yeah. 
So the problem is not uh, the money. Or how the much problem, you have it. How I use the money. Yes. Um, in the Bible, in the ancient uh, thought, if I can say, in the Bible, mm. in, also in the time of Jesus, uh, Jews uh, thought that uh, the, the one who is rich, because God bless him. Ah, yes. Richness is blessing from God. And the poor is the opposite. The poor because he, this man, maybe he did something wrong right, in his life right. or his parents or his family. Wow, yeah. That was the thought. Yeah. Uh, so the mon money is not a problem. Mm. Uh, the problem is uh, me how to use this money. If I go all my day or spend all my time to uh, to have money more and more and more, and I uh, forget my family, forget myself, forget yeah. my church, forget my faith. Yeah. Of course, in that time, money is bad. It's evil. But if I use money, which, which happens a lot in this day and age, people yes, yes, become so busy. At their job, they forget how to live, as they say. It happened everywhere, also yeah. in the church. In the church, yes. But if I use money to uh, to be a good man, to uh, to myself, to my family, to live very well, I think that would be good. It would be very good. So we have to uh, work, we have to, uh, to have more money, but not uh, just uh, uh, go... Uh, after money, yes. we have to go after everything and use money to ourselves. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. Another question from the youth: uh, What is our purpose here? You know, I mean, to me, our purpose is to be everything we can be. You know, to to make the absolute most of ourselves. I think by doing that, we're honouring God by using all the gifts that we have. Uh, I mean, would you agree, or what, what would you say is our purpose? I agree 100%, but uh, I ask, uh, what does mean be ourselves? Uh, me, be ourselves, uh, ourselves. Um, it's not easy, no? because if I want to be myself, uh, mm. uh, I can't know everything. Mm. I have to rely on uh, something else. For us Christians, uh, we have to know the Word of God, we have to know Jesus Christ, we have yes. to know our a church, a teaching of our church. Mm. So this, all these things, Jesus' teaching of the church, make me know myself better and better. So the, the purpose of our life is exactly that, to be ourselves, but uh, with the help of God, with the help of the Bible, with the help of the church. Of course. Because I can't be myself just to rely on my uh, on ideas, on uh, on mm. my feelings, on on my actions. Yeah, you must have foundation and a guide. Yes. Of course. Yes. Mm. Perfect. Um, the personal development industry, you know, it's a multi-billion-dollar industry. I think uh, people read books today on mental growth, uh, on spiritual growth, how to find balance in your life. Uh, I've personally read a few of these books. Uh, some of them are really good. Some of them are not good. Mm -hmm. uh, However, a lot of the principles, when I read books, uh, I found that they do come from the Bible. Uh, can people find the same inspiration from the Bible that they're finding in these books? Of course, of yeah. course. Uh, Bible, in Bible, we can find everything to our life. Mm. But there's a difficulty here. The Bible was uh, wrote in a very different uh, situation, mm. a very uh, different culture and civilization. So we need to know uh, oh, we need uh, to understand what uh, what Bible wants from us, and that is a journey of uh, uh, learning, uh, of um, 
exploring the the, the meaning of uh, word of God in the Bible. Yes. So, but Bible can teach us everything about everything in our life. Mm. But it's not easy to know that just to read the Bible. Yeah. We have to learn more about the Bible, how he talked with us, uh, someone who uh, wrote, the, for example, the passage of the uh, uh, Bible uh, was wrote in 3,000 years ago. Mm. How I can understand that? Mm. Yes. Mm. How can I translate it to yeah. my life? So I agree with that the Bible, uh, uh, there's everything in the Bible, but as I said, we have to know what the uh, Bible wants from us. And how can, I suppose, uh, I mean, for me, I found great source of inspiration from Proverbs, you know, the teachings of Jesus. Uh, I, I mean, how can the kids of today, I suppose, interpret some of those things? Because I, speaking to a few of them, I know they've, they've found some messages confusing. And I think that was because of the, what you just said, yeah. which is the, how to interpret some of these things. Uh, would you suggest maybe discussions in open forum or maybe more questions towards you? Or? I suggest, first of all, to, to, to all uh, to, to be very close to their church. Yeah. Because if we um, uh, be close to our church, uh, we send our uh, young uh, uh, children to the catechism, to the Bible study in the Bible church. Studies, uh, yes. uh, there we can learn a lot. Not just learn, but we will be in the environment of environment. It is an uh, environment of our faith. Mm. So it's uh, we can learn the same thing that we uh, learned in Bible study from, for example, internet or. Yeah. But in the Bible study in the church, we ju don't just uh, learn about the Bible. Mm. We learn as community from the Bible, and yeah. that's very important mm. because the Bible is for people, not for one person. Mm. So first of all, and very important, to be close to the church and to send our kids to the church, to Bible studies, oh, to sorry. catechism, to others, uh, to prayer in the church. Mm. Then, thank God, today we have a lot of, uh, uh, if I can say, uh, a lot of uh, things to do uh, to, to learn the, the Bible. Uh, we, the media. Mm. We can use the media, yeah. uh, internet, uh, everything. There is a, a lot of books. Mm. Uh, so we have everything to know about Bible. But in the same time, there, here there is difficult, as you said, there's, maybe we be confused about uh, different messages. messages eh? yeah. So we have to be careful how to choose the good, uh, uh, good way to, to learn about Bible. Mm. from our church or the, the media that uh, Catholic Church uh, that have, of yeah. course. And maybe to ask more questions of the church. If they are finding confusion from something they read in the Bible, maybe to get involved of more course. in church and ask, yes? Of course, yeah. of course. Uh, this is an interesting question from one of our youth. So uh, they asked about dating. Mm -hmm. right, so, courting, <laughs> so courting each other before marriage or you know, before engagement, uh, what is your view or the church's view on that? The Catholic Church is very clear about uh, everything. Uh, someone wants to um, show that Catholic Church is against love, against uh, relationship, yeah. against everything. Yeah. But that's not uh, true. Mm. The first uh, organization uh, talk about love uh, is the church, especially Catholic Church. Yeah. Because it's not from the church, it's from the Bible, from the Gospel. Mm. Jesus talked about love more than everything else, anything else. 
So first of all, we are with the love. We want people love each other, mm. uh, and uh, uh, but in the same time, we have to know that love is not just feeling. Love is responsibility. Action is action is decision. Mm. Also, if I love someone, I have to be responsible of that uh, uh, someone and responsible of myself. Mm. And. Uh, uh, what uh, also we have to know what the aim of the our our feeling our love if the aim is just to be my uh, to uh, to uh, to have something to myself it's not love mm. love is uh, to uh, to do something to other people uh, one who i love him to make him uh, or to give him the possibility to be more human in my feeling uh, with my feeling with my actions with my words with everything Mm. So, um, we are with the love, we are with the relationships, uh, but in the same time, this love or this relationship should be put in the uh, position, uh, the right position. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, dating uh, to uh, one uh, love another one is very good, but we have to be careful. This dating is uh, for love or for something else. Yes. Ah, yes. Mm. Yeah. And that love, for what is it? That love is the, the aim of that love, the goal of that love is just for, to be, to feel good. Mm, like or short to, term or uh, Short term, term yeah. to feel good or because mm. we have another thing. Yeah. If we have uh, something else uh, that the church said, uh, to, to have a family, to, have, to uh, be engaged, married, yeah. uh, of course, uh, the relationship is very good. Okay, so it's the intention of dating intention. is the key. Yeah, mm, of course. Okay, mm. that's good. Uh, well, f for me, it seems like you know the world's a little bit crazy right now, as we know. Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a lot of people who are part of the church that speculate that the end might be near, um, while others may be less. You know, say that the the pain in the world is, I think, almost like a great opportunity for something, so for a new birth ahead. Uh, I mean, what do you make of everything that's going on and what, I, I suppose, what message do you have for people who are concerned about, I suppose, all the, everything that's going on in the times that we're in? Yeah. Um, the world is crazy. Yes, it is crazy now. <laughs> but it was always, not just now. That's true. But uh, what's the difference because now because we know everything happened in the world. Before they didn't know that. Mm. But that's the story or the history of uh, uh, of man. I've spoken to historians, and they they say that if you compare some of the things that happened in history, in the world, in the wars, and the, even in the older times, you'd think the world today is an amazing place. Yes. Would you agree? Exactly. Exactly. I agree. But because you're right, everything that we see is in our face. We see everything that, now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, then uh, people who they um, say that this is oh, the end of the, everything is uh, oh. very close. I don't agree with that because oh. Jesus in the gospel said no one knows uh, exactly. the way, the day. Exactly. Even the, the son, even Jesus, even when Jesus. he was here, he didn't know the, way, the day. Just God. Oh God. Mm. So uh, from other uh, side, why we are very uh, concerned about the end? Yeah. We have to be concerned about the present. Present, mm. exactly. The future, the end. I don't know what happened after one hour, one day, one uh, uh, after many years. I don't know mm. what will happen. No, I can uh, control 
this moment of my life. If this moment, me and you and other people, make it good, I can read the future what will be. Mm. But if we this this moment is uh, uh, we don't uh, do it good, this present, uh, of course our future will be not exactly. Good. If we're too concerned about the world ending yeah. or things like that, how are our actions today going to be really uh, exactly worthwhile or mm -hmm. positive? They they probably won't be exactly. So yeah. for great, that we have point. we have to live our present our life now. Mm. Current life uh, full of joy, full of love, full of uh, doing uh, good uh, things to other people, and that's it. Amazing. Before we finish up, is there anything that you would like, I suppose, to see more of, you know, in terms of our communities or uh, people in general? Yeah, I uh, just one thing uh, I want people to be more happy in their life, not yeah. to look uh, to the news or what happened in the world and uh, be very uh, stressed, uh, very, very sad. No, uh, be happy in your life uh, mm. because uh, this moment of our life will not come back again. Correct. So we have to make it full of joy, full of love, full of uh, uh, good things in our life. Mm. I think that's the good uh, message that we can hear today. Great. If I may, uh, I have a rule in my, we have a rule in our home. We don't actually watch the news. Yeah. Some people think we're a little bit, you know, crazy <laughs> for, you know, you, how do you find yeah. out everything? But it's because they're, to your point where you just said, the news can be quite exhausting. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, the, the news that I need to hear is what the government might update us on, for example, on the COVID situation and all yeah. that stuff. But to have it in, blasting your face all the time, I think, is only counterproductive. Mm -hmm. uh, and it takes away from us doing good in our life in, in the moment. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I agree to uh, have to do balance in our life, yeah. to know what happened in around the world, yes, and yeah. also, but not to exaggerate about that. Mm. Uh, to uh, twenty-four hours to see news, yeah. uh, to go to Facebook, to Instagram, to Twitter, yeah. it's too much, no? Because even Facebook mm. has become like a news channel, people yeah. sharing the latest catastrophes or all yes, these things. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I, I agree to have so uh, to do balance uh, yeah. between news or knowledge of how everything and to uh, have something to yourself. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. Thank, Thank, Thank you, you very much. <laughs> Thank you.